0: Welcome to episode eighty nine of the Better With Running Podcast. I am Zach and Newman, run to PB coach. Seven-time marathoner, and joining me each and every week is Chris Armstrong, the Shepherd and the Shepherd and speed Demon. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, stuffed that up. I was going to try and stitch you up, but uh, um. <laughs> and also run to V coach. Uh, welcome to the show, Chris.
1: Oh, thanks, mate. <laughs> I
0: only have stitched me up there.
1: Um. People think I can. I can seriously run. I'm, I'm a hack, so <laughs> got the demons in there, mate. Already got a, a yeah. Shout no, out with your footy team. Don't, sorry to trigger any tiger supporters, but it was another good win for the D's over <laughs> uh, on Sunday night. So six mate, and zero. Th-
0: things are looking good. We're moving right along because uh, um, yeah, you know, the episode usually starts with a bit of footy chat, and i uh, I run as I as I uh, mentioned. Every week I run with Al Fiala, who is a diehard Collingwood supporter. And, uh, yeah, he was pretty happy with himself uh, chatting to me football in the last few runs. So trying to move away from the, the football topic at the moment. So Essendon didn't look too bad on Monday. I thought they,
1: they you know, they were a chance. <laughs> but, um, yeah,
0: next week, next week. Next week, next week. But um, Christo, We've got, uh, we got a big episode, mate. We've got a bumper show. Uh, obviously got our usual training updates as we're both uh, getting ready for our battle battle at Gels. We've still yet to be decided how we're going to handicap that. I think we need to keep working away at that, maybe get the listener feedback going. But um, mate, alongside that, we've got some uh, special guests jumping in. And we got Run to PB athlete Jake Townsend fresh off a massive half marathon PB he's coached by Matty Davies so excited to hear about his journey and also I caught up with um James Constantine from As New South Wales he gave us a really good preview of the Sydney 10 so um I know you've you're pretty excited for that race with a couple of your teammates Nathan Stote and Archie Reed going around in that race yeah absolutely some of, some of runs to PB's finest getting around up there in Sydney a
1: couple of the fellow <laughs> Fellow maybe hitters, yeah. uh, hitters, yeah. Yeah, yeah, some of the, the big boys. But, um, you know, great to see those guys included in, in the elite field for up there. You know, really mm-hmm. looking forward to listening to Jake's chat on that. Um, oh, sorry, James's chat and then catching up with Jake very shortly too after a 14-minute half marathon TV. Uh, oh, That's Really we need yeah.
0: to find out how he's done that.
1: Yeah, I, I have been doing a bit of research. I you know, his um, most recent one, Prior to that, I think it was in 2014. So um obviously run a few K since then. But um yeah, can't
0: wait to, to hear how it all unfolded. Definitely, mate. Hey, um let's let's move on to your sessions for the week. Geez, notice you've uh yeah, up the ante, mate, after our last chat last week. Maybe the handicaps got into your head. Um, yeah, a <laughs> couple of big sessions.
1: Yeah, look, um, fair to say i'm nervous about next weekend (laughs) so um asked andy just to you know come out with some of the the big silver bullet sessions just to try and cram a bit of fitness (laughs) no no um a bit of a different one this weekend so um saturday around our kaila loop mine was a bit of a longer session i had two by a mile two by 800 and then into another mile and then finishing off with an 800 and all different recoveries in between so for the mile sets um have a minute recovery just you know these were all walk recoveries but a minute in between um or after the first mile and after the first 800 and then in between each set andy was gracious enough to give me two minutes <laughs> um which actually feels like quite a long time um i'm, I'm mm. a fan of the two minute recovery so i could learn to to like that but um yeah while the walk recoveries were going on anna was doing one of fartlek, so i'd sort of get out in front then i'm walking along on the road she'd <laughs> she'd catch me peckle a bit of the um, banter at me and then i'd take off <laughs> again and then um, she'd sort of go flying past on the two minutes so um no we had, we had a good Good little session there on, on Saturday, going backwards and forwards. But, um, look, overall, pretty happy with how they came out. I uh, must admit, I was look, probably feeling a bit of fatigue um, and looking forward to sort of, I don't know if I'll get much of a taper ahead of Gels, but just um, some easier runs. So um, just wasn't quite the pop in the legs, but the results still seemed to be all right um, too. But miles first up, a 5.37 and a 5.36. Um I'm not sure what K pace that is off the top of my head, but I was just trying to run around 330, okay, yeah. for the miles and then for the 800s. wanted to try and keep that somewhere between sort of 315 and 320, okay. Um, and then I, I mean first 800 was about 239 and then a 234. Um, and then, I oh know just <sighs> body started to loosen up a bit after that. So that last mile, actually yeah. found myself needing to slow down a bit, sort of going from that. Uh, sort of 3.15 to 3.20 and trying to go back a gear, I found really difficult. Um, Hey, look, nice problem to have. Yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, just sort of trying to ease back a little bit, not run sort of too quick, 5.31 for that last mile. And then, um, yeah, that last 800 in 2.35 and, you know, pulled up relatively reasonable, all things considered. The fatigue was there and and the legs were a bit heavy, but, um, you know, no... No knots or you know, really sore spots or anything like that. It's just a, you know, a build up of fatigue, which um, I think has been building up over the last few weeks, particularly off the back of um, the sort of 36 minute threshold into the Westcott fart lake that I did with in the previous week. So um, we've actually made it a pretty big focus um, the last couple of weeks just to really make sure that we keep our easy runs easy. Um, you know, you don't certainly don't get any extra kudos on Strava for um, running your easy runs too quick. So
2: um,
1: yeah, like there's been a lot more five minute Ks um, than we would probably normally see um, you know, yeah. in, our, in our easy stuff. But um, probably even just helped us appreciate the surroundings a bit more. Like one thing we've noticed this last last few weeks, just the quality of the sunrises, mate. Like I know you don't do early, <laughs> early mornings like yeah. we do, um, but yeah, I guess that's one of the privileges of being up quite early that you do get to take in the sunrise we had a, a cracker one there on sunday mate out at the boat end um, just timed it very nicely and um got up the top of the hill there and just thought i'll oh, bugger it you know what we're both pretty tired let's let's take a minute and actually enjoy it and uh, awesome yeah you know just the it sounds silly but just the, the simple things like that it was a beautiful morning um you know just got to actually stand there and watch the sunrise for a minute it was pretty cool so um
0: yeah, yeah you, you're spot on i mean sometimes we just you know we do i don't know rush but we just yeah sometimes you, you gotta stop and smell the roses or stop and stop and look at the sunsets in this uh sun, okay. oh, sunrises in this uh instance but yeah like yeah it's it's i think it's yeah i think we should probably all do more of that i think mean, it's a it's a good idea to um Take it in, and you're out there a lot in the mornings, mate, so you are you are um, right across what a uh, good sunrise is like. Yeah, well,
1: <laughs> yeah, it's well, a bit spoiled for choice sometimes, but it just, it hits home that, you know, with you running, it's not all about K-splits and, mm. um, you know, average heart rates and, and all that sort of thing. It's, you know, it's just the laughs that you have and, and the little moments. And, yeah, like just, uh, you know, and look, this, it was pretty bloody special, just quite. Like we were having a laugh that if we could somehow drop um, get one with a Nike logo, we can get a photo. That could be our retirement fund. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, so we're going to keep an eye out for that. But, um, no, nah, look, it's, um, yeah, just, look, just little things like that. You know, you sort of um, Sunday mornings, particularly after you've had a pretty decent Saturday, um, you know, in an early start, the body probably does feel a bit weary. So, uh, mm.
0: yeah, it's just sort of
1: nice just to be able to take in stuff like that and, um, you know, enjoy some of the other things in life as well.
0: Mate, um, question about these easy runs. Like you may notice you're a bit tired, or you're not tired, but you've, you've had some big weeks and you're starting to just shuffle and just try to concentrate on taking easy. Are you looking at your watch at all on any of these easy runs? No. Yeah. So no, you just, you don't, you, you've you got clock face on, or you just basically run and then you stop and you go, oh, okay, that was, that's yeah. it. Yeah. So with I've this done. one, we've got, we're pretty
1: lucky that with we've got loops, um, you know, around Kyla that we know how far they are. So, um, I just set mine to elapse time and distance um, and look, when the case bit pops up, might have a, a bit of a look, but yeah, it's purely just shuffling along and so that we can chat it at, at an easy pace. Um, you know, and if we sort of feel that it's a bit, you know, if the conversation feels like it's a bit strained or there's a bit too much effort going into the talking, we just try and back it off a bit. And there's a couple of stops around the way where you've got to stop across the highway and, you know, chance yeah. where there might be some traffic. So, yeah it's just um just trying to keep it relaxed so that the body can actually recover um, you know really yeah. with events coming up to understand that you know the body really does need to absorb the work that we've been doing otherwise there's there's really no value in the work so yeah just um trying to keep those nice and easy and um, you know freshen up a little bit
0: yeah and and that 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 great blue wall we talk about uh every week it's, it's yeah it's, it's there and um I think, yeah, having some races to kind of just force you to have a bit of a uh, taper or, you know, into a down week or is, is a good thing because, um, yeah, you've been up for a while and I think it's it's good timing that you, you've got gels on the radar so you can just uh, enjoy a little bit of a freshen up for that one.
1: Yeah, no, I'm looking forward to it. Um, definitely noticing that the quality of the sleep's improving, but I think that's nearly because I <laughs> the body's <laughs> crying out for it. So yeah. Um yeah, look very much looking forward to having hit out at Gels and um yeah it's sort of I guess whilst uh, myself and Anna, we try and um meld our programs together the best that we can it's gonna work out really well timing wise. So we've met me coming off Gels will be her week before Great Ocean Road. So yeah that'll be an easy week for both of us and then uh, and I, at this stage, I'd say Anna will have a pretty easy fortnight um, after Great Ocean Road just to have a bit of downtime and, and recharge. So you know, for, for both of us, it'll be just perfect timing, I reckon.
0: Is Anna doing the um, half or the full there? Uh, half, yeah. Half. Yeah, okay. okay, yep, yep. Nice, mate. Well, I reckon we'll have to get her on um, post that half to uh, give a recap. I know you've got yeah. to turn around for that, but um, yeah. you've got, you got, you got a few runs to to work to keep chipping away at. No, I'll keep keep chipping away. Um, yeah, no, it
1: be, she's great value. So yeah, if we can, um, that'd be awesome. If you've got yeah. the time, get her
0: get our management to talk to her management.
1: Uh, yeah, no, well, I, I know her people, <laughs> so we've got some contacts. Nice. Now you've you've had a pretty productive couple of sessions too, mate. I know last week you were talking about sandbagging, but um. <laughs> Oh, I know it was a bit of a late upload on Strava last night. But it didn't quite melt Strava like Andy's marathon over the weekend. <laughs> but I tell you what,
2: those yeah. that
1: logged in and um and saw your your session yesterday. I three k into four by one k. It was sizzling.
0: There's <laughs> a bit it was before that special that one. I've I've never oh. actually done that workout. Um, yeah, that was last night. We could probably just was through Saturday session. Um back to the boulevard the um, boulevard of dreams made, and uh <laughs> had five the old five. this is actually a different session to what it's brady's oh, it's not i don't uh, he's gonna kill me if he listens to this it's not the thrillful fart leg um but it is a, a similar session uh five minutes Five minutes are uh, on four, three, two, one, and then a three minute, all with one minute between. I think his uh, fart league has a five minute at the end. Um, yeah, he does. That's that's the yeah. only difference I've seen so far. Yeah, and I'm not quite <laughs> up to the five minute at the end, so I'm just sort of uh, working back. And how yeah, do you,
1: um, how do you do that though? Because I know with Brady's one the five and the four so the five will be at half marathon effort and then the yeah. four and the three probably at 10 and the two and the one at five oh, so yeah 5k effort and then that last five minute blocks purely just to try and match that first five but how did you execute your session
0: yeah pretty similar idea <clears throat> uh, although the being only three at the end I tried to sort of keep it in around sort of 10 mile effort I guess um, yeah okay. so keep the pressure on but not absolutely go for it um because yeah I I was I I really enjoyed through leg and I used it in a marathon build a lot and I think it's a, a great session and I think this one probably just sits in in between it because it um you know I was trying to really work at getting used to 10k effort again on tied legs and yeah, using that on the, the three and the two and and even in the last you know, that that minute effort you know you coming off A fair bit in the legs, um, having to sort of keep your form and hold hold it together, and I think that's what you need in the end, towards the end of a ten, and you know obviously in a five, but definitely in a ten when um you know you're sort of at nine k (laughs) and you've got to you've got to find the line. So um yeah, it was good practice, and yeah, good to just um start putting these uh, I guess bread and butter workouts back together um, after know a bit of a bit of a layoff from those sort of sessions so to start getting them back into the fold is good and yeah I think what's what's probably good signs is I'm coming off these Saturday uh, that was I actually did that on Friday um, I had something on Saturday so I pushed that to Friday and so by Sunday I was actually pretty Pretty poppy and ready to go, and fortunately the group was also up and about. And um, not that I pushed the pace, but uh, we were quicker. And it was funny because it was one of the we were just talking about not looking at the watch, and I just had a feeling that we were ticking along, and I didn't look until the end, but there was a point. In the last um, so we did a 23k loop. I think we averaged four 15s in the end, maybe it was four thirteen. Um, but we had Isaac Hockey, runs BB coach, and it was his he's claiming it as his one of his longest Sunday runs. Um at uh yeah, he's a yeah, amazing 1500 guy, but he's got range. He's obviously run, he's run under, I think he's run close to eight minutes for three K low for maybe 14 low for five K three thirty eight guy over the 1500. And uh, yeah, he was just cruising along um, for the run, just, just making it look too easy. And then we had a couple of our, our Kiwi friends who um, have been, joining us for some runs. And uh, one is actually Steve, who's signed the dotted line for Melbourne Uni, and I'm working on the other one, which is Josh. Uh, Yeah, we were all just chatting along, and before we knew it, um, someone said, oh, we can't, guys, we just got to keep the pace, (laughs) settle the pace down. And uh, yeah, yeah, we were running like low fours then. So it's sort of nice when someone says that, because I think you can get a little bit carried away if everyone's feeling good at the same time. But yeah, got back, got back to the car and I was like, oh geez, that was that actually did have a bit of heat on it. So um yeah, good signs that it was coming out easy and that's that's always good. So that last nine K made all under 415s. Yeah, we got rolling. Yeah, <laughs> including most of the, and most of that's under 410. So yeah, and then um, when someone sort of starts talking about, we go to brunch around the corner and there's a, a juice there called the refresher, which is just unbelievable uh post race uh, post race yeah. <laughs> like a race post race yeah. uh yeah. what's in it and yeah uh it's some berries it's frozen uh like it's a lot of ice so when you've you know you've yeah. had a, a yeah that's just that's the key some berries some mint um, a couple of other special ingredients only for Melbourne Uni athletes.
1: Um, oh, okay. I so it must be light on the fizz so you can slam it down fast.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there was talk of the refresher in the last 5K and brunch and, and uh, once you get that, it's almost too early. You, you really don't want to be thinking about food and what you're going to do straight after the long run um, too, too early. But yeah, it got us, got us back to the car park pretty quickly
1: especially oh, not that look that's probably more of a summer special that one let alone um you know yeah
0: it wasn't too it was pretty nice out there it was it was sort of cold early but once the sun got through it was um yeah it was pretty nice um good conditions we're just going to take them while we can get it as we uh as we get closer towards winter
1: yeah absolutely so did you
0: still rug up in the
1: gloves and the and the tights or did you keep them at home i actually fun?
0: had um shorts and t-shirt and and people were like just yeah, a couple of the pack were just couldn't couldn't believe it <laughs> you know my well, rule didn't yeah but it's under yeah <laughs> so yeah i've broken a few of my rules about what i should wear on certain days and the time of the year but got through it unscathed but i was um back to the back to the long sleeves in the last few runs
1: no, that's all right and then um mate tell us about last night like um I'm I'm still amazed that the server hasn't crashed this <laughs> after this one.
0: Um, the 3k it was pretty solid.
1: Like I was saying, it, it's
0: yeah, yeah. Sorry mate, I was going to say it's, it's not a session I've done before. Um, a 3k with a two minute recovery into four by one k off a minute. So yeah, Maxi's um, serving up some interesting sessions, and um, I liked it. I think it was um, it was kind of. Like like I was sort of talking about in those um those reps at the Arab Boulevard that this is a really good ten k session I think those four by k we where we where really get after it at um you know, aim for ten k pace effort after that three k um was a really good test and back on the track mate and um yeah starting to starting to get a bit bit better at navigating around like doing these longer sessions on the track I mean this is only seven k but. That three k at the start, um, yeah, it, it goes by pretty quickly now. I, I you know, I'd still take a ten minute effort on the road over going and doing three k around the track. <laughs> um, and I think Max is saying, yeah, we're probably off. We're pr- probably done from the track. Uh, maybe we'll do quarters or we'll go back a little bit, but we'll start to go back to to Princess Park. Um, yeah, it came out good, mate. That first three k, I was hoping to actually run about ten minutes. I thought three twenties would be more to the mark and we ended up going nine forty-two, and then <laughs> the two minute recovery, two minutes isn't oh, like, you know, I've done a lot of three K workouts with three minutes recovery or floaters, but two minutes is, it's short after a solid three K. And then the one K is um, off one minute were consistent at three tens. And um, yeah, it was, um, the last 2k I I actually started to have a few of those arguments going in my head um, (laughs) as to you know just get to this you know get to this light pole relax and then you just sort of having to work through the feelings and the the roller coaster of emotions you go through in a race and it's it's kind of nice to kind of practice that you know when you you know I wasn't absolutely all out but it was more the feeling of hanging with a group like I had um, Maxi in their show and Shyam who's um, fresh off a of PB at, um, over the weekend and he, he was rolling beautifully and um, yeah we were, we were all kind of just in a good pack and had that in that last rep that sort of lack of band effect happening with show and I was just sort of practicing just holding relaxing holding and yeah, you really, it's, it's good mental training as well as physical training.
1: Oh, mate, like, was it like coming away from that, if someone had have said to you at the start, look, hey, 9.42, which, you know, it's at 3, 3.12, 3.13. Um, or, you know, sorry, yeah, 3, 3.14 um, for a 9.42 into 3.10s for your K reps. Would you have taken that at the start of the session?
0: yeah for sure but i i mean you could probably look at it two ways maybe we could have gone and uh, like i stuck to the plan and run say 10 like 320s and might have been able to get into the 1ks at say 305s or 308s yeah because that was probably my only uh, the uh, the issue i guess i had in those i couldn't kick down like i was feeling like i was sort of carrying those, those that 3k in that last where I was probably hoping to start to to put the you know turn the screws in those last two 1k reps so yeah easy in hindsight to say that but then like the 942 actually felt good so yeah it's 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 a good session um I think yeah so many ways you can skin a cat isn't there like <laughs> you just yeah you don't want to overanalyze it because I think I overall I got the um benefit of a, of a really strong workout on the track. Yeah, that will lead into
1: the time trial this weekend?
0: It is, yeah. It was um, the season launch and brunch which is being promoted at the uh, the Melbourne Uni Park Run uh, Parkville Park Run at Princess Park. So yeah, that is going down this Saturday. So looking forward to it, the old Park Run. haven't been back to Park Run for a little while. have to get get the barcode out (laughs) so um you can
1: actually i know um you're still learning a few things about your watch mate but you can Hmm. actually get your parkrun
0: barcode on your watch now can you yeah i might Might have to do that because i don't have a printer at home so and i you know if i i mean how often do you need to print things so (laughs) and yeah if i'm in the office i'll print and yeah that's a good call, mate. I might have to um get a bit of an instruction, um, a bit of bit of info from you on how to pull that yeah. off. No, I'll um, I'll link you some instructions on how to do it. So <laughs> hey, um,
3: send me a invoice for
1: it. Yeah, I oh, hear yeah, five bucks. I'll probably, <laughs> it'll probably stretch out to ninety days as well. Uh, <laughs> early prediction for this weekend, mate. What do you reckon? What do you think you'll run?
0: Uh, I reckon. 16, under 16, 10. Yeah, so we're we going um, like
1: between 16. Yeah, like between 16, 16
0: and 16, 10. Um, yeah. I guess 16 would be a, a pretty good, um, a pretty good benchmark.
1: Yeah, sort of a
0: pretty like an eight probably an eight, You know, to be honest, if I break eight, if I broke 16, I'd be over the moon. But I think 16 would be a really good effort, and then 16, 10 would be um probably where i think i'm at but you just never know do you with uh, with the old park run <laughs> yeah so just like somewhere around that sort of
1: 312 314 sort of settle into there and just see what happens
0: yeah yeah i think so um but it'll be it'll be fun to kind of get into you know going to race mode again like you know we'll, we'll have a good good contingent of melbourne uni everyone's vying for selection so uh it'll be it'll be fun and There'll be some banter, no doubt, afterwards at the uh, selection table.
1: Yeah, I, and I would have thought during the race as well, there might be just a few a few friendly words going around. Yeah.
0: <laughs> just hold your line. That's the key. Just, yeah. <laughs> no elbows. No You've got rules on elbows as well. Yeah. Yeah. You've got to keep your hands. Um, you don't want to give out, give away a 50-metre penalty.
1: No, well, yeah, hands by your sides. Like,
0: is there any... Um,
1: I suppose what was any losers have to buy the first round of refreshes after the Sunday run? Or
0: <laughs> I, if I was a lot fitter, I'd start throwing around those um <laughs> those kind of <laughs> bets. But at the moment, I'm I'm keeping quiet on that on that
1: front. Uh, no, looking forward to seeing how it goes. Anyway, mate, the countdown's on. I think mean, Saturday morning might even be a touchdown. Um, yeah, interesting. But um, yeah, no, I'd be very keenly watched. No, um, a lot of the listeners will be in, in on the Strava on the weekend looking to see how you go. Why
0: well, keep it private just to, to keep everyone guessing and then we'll just oh. uh, we'll drop it on the show and try and get the numbers up? No, i will just go the ultimate flex, mate. If you run really well, just keep it as morning run.
1: <laughs> <laughs> People love that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: This week on the Betterwoods Running Podcast, we're excited to have Jake Townsend, a run-to-PB athlete who is coached by Matt Davey. Over the weekend, Jake set a huge half-marathon PB, slicing 14 minutes off his previous best, running one hour 18 at the Gold Coast Running Festival. Welcome to the show, Jake.
2: Thanks, Zach. How are you? Thanks, Chris.
0: Hey,
1: welcome, mate. Good
0: to have welcome. you. Welcome. Mate, we were just chatting off air. Um, yeah, all things running i know you were um excited to to catch up on the gold coast later on the year but um yeah i guess yeah mate i guess i mean we're gonna chat about your half marathon which was absolute blinder but probably just to give some context and maybe give us a bit of a a bit of a history in your early days of running prior to signing to run the pb because it was july 2021 we had the, the sign up come through and a request for matt davey but um Before that, what was – how much running were you doing and were you you playing any other sports? Where where were you running-wise?
2: At the time I signed up, uh, probably two weeks prior to that, I I sort of was just getting over a a stress fracture in my shin. Um, So, you know, poor Matt had to put up with that for a while. Um, (laughs) But prior to that, it was – I just finished running the UTA 100 – um, and I used to train and do a lot of ultra marathons and predominantly in, in the trail running scene a lot, a lot, probably for the best part of four years, I'd say. And two years prior to that, it was just running around, enjoying it and having fun and um, would enter a race here and there. And that's yeah, you know, six years ago was probably when I, I did log a, a half marathon and got a 14 minute PV the other day. But um, yeah, it was basically trial running and we used to enter a lot of events up in queensland all the all the local ones and i found that i started doing all right and i looked at these guys that were on the podium and started trying to chase them down and um had a couple of successions and and then ended up with a a stress fracture and that was just before yeah i I came on to it to run to pv
0: nice mate yeah Onto the dark side, onto the back, onto the roads and into the <laughs> hars. <love> <laughs> <laughs> but it looks like on Instagram, I'm, I'm seeing you, you're in some pretty epic running locations. So you, you obviously yeah. still get out on the trails a bit.
2: Yeah, definitely. So where we live, um, there's a lot of well, trails basically across the road. Or if it one way you can run and it, it's fairly hilly, and um, the other way you run and it, it's fairly hilly. So <laughs> there's, pretty, there's not much you can really do about it. So nice.
1: Jake, now that you're training under Matty, what are some of the things that you've worked on to make that transition to go from the trails and the ultras back onto the roads
2: and those shorter distances? Um, there's a lot of, um, I'd say, just more running, um, if you know what I mean. Like there's a lot of running around the session. So it's a, a lot different from what I've been used of and, um at the start, it was a bit of an adaptation because I was still pretty um, injury-prone, basically. And I guess the difference is now, like, when you do sessions, like the, the sessions that Matt sets, he always makes sure that you have adequate recovery before the next one. And that did take a lot to get used to because in trial running, you're always running hills and you're always up and down them, and you're always working. And after you do a session, you, you, you feel a lot different On the road as opposed to a trail, where you'd go out and just hit some hills again the next day but if we do hills in in road running or marathon training it's more hill sprinting and recovering back down then the next day you recover again and probably for the next few before another another session um that was probably one of the biggest things that i I did notice and adapted to so
1: yeah, finding with the the extra recovery like that's sort of been the key thing in keeping your injury free over the last 12 months
2: yeah definitely um i think that's probably the biggest learning curve for me as well because I've, I've never been able to log 140 to 150 kilometers a week like consecutively for, for months on end the way i have now so and it's it's really showing that i can continue to do that plus do workouts and race so
1: yeah, I mean, it's it's a credit to you and and the work that that done. That you know you've sort of been um, willing to put in the work, but also willing to listen to the body and do do the recovery the right way. Mm-hmm. What are some of the favorite sessions that he set you that you know that you've really enjoyed or that really stood out for you?
2: Oh, he, he sets me a lot, actually. I, I did look <laughs> at this one one morning, and it was um, fifty seconds on and seventy seconds off, and it was like sixteen minutes in total, and I was like what is this session? I didn't think much of it. And you put my paces in and I went down to the park. But the time I got halfway through it, I had to stop. <laughs> <laughs> I think um, that's the
1: one of the secrets of any good coach, mate. It all looks easier on paper. and yeah. then You get out there and give it a go. <laughs> it's usually got a bit more bite in it than you think.
2: I, I did like it because it, it was really challenging, even though it didn't look it. And I messaged him and said, what are you trying to kill me or something? <laughs> um, <laughs> he goes, oh, I see where you stop. So we'll set it next week to make sure that you set your session properly and do, get your paces right this time. <laughs> no, I think it was a good one because I learned like a lot from it, um, how to set up my paces correctly and then try and execute the whole session throughout. So um yeah that would probably have to be my favorite one although it was the shortest and but it was very intense
0: and your long runs i'm guessing you enjoy the uh seeing just your you know, beautiful wall blue wall of uh <laughs> mileage that you've, you've racked up in the last few months but yeah you've got some nice um sunday runs in there you know two hour plus sunday runs yeah so must must love getting those ones out
2: oh i love it um he's he sent me a really good one this sunday actually um if I'm recovered, like a, a marathon long run Sunday with um, 10 by 30 seconds and then a pickup at the end in two hours, 25. So
0: <laughs> nice.
2: Looking forward to that.
0: Yes, we'll get to your Gold Coast prep a little bit later. But I, I guess I um, just want to touch on the weekend. Huge, huge PV. <laughs> we saw that come through. And, uh, mate, just taking the casual 14 minutes off um, <laughs> What was Matt's instructions to this race? Like you had obviously been doing a lot of work, um, had a few park runs in the lead-in, but this this race, did, what did he set your race plan, or did you chat about how it may unfold, and and did it unfold that way? Yeah,
2: it did. Um, he sent me a park run a few weeks out from it, and I PB'd at that too, which I was pretty happy about, and um, which sort of gave me a lot more confidence. that I've never really raced anything half marathon-ish on the road for a long time. So I didn't really know what to expect. So Matt went and had a look at the course and um, he came back to me and sent me a a race plan about what paces to to start out at. And then, um, um, yeah, so the paces versus the, the hill profile. And I did kind of follow it at the start. I got a bit carried away there for the first few k's and pulled it back. And then by the time I got into eight kilometres, I'm like, God, I should listen to him a bit better. <laughs> and I'm like, you can't back off because he'll have, like he'll pull me up. <laughs> and, um, yeah, and he, he sort of said just start the few, first few kilometres at 345, then work it down to 340, then down to 330, and then from 17, just whatever you have left, just put it in there and that's yeah. what it did. So, and um, I just noticed every time I looked down at my watch, um, it was just straight on the pace for what I wanted. So um, And the last few Ks, I was able to drop it down to um, 330s, which I was really happy with. So.
0: Yeah, I was just having all those splits, yeah. For strong finish and, uh, yeah, massive day uh, to tick that off. Yeah, I couldn't be happier, to be honest.
2: So I, I didn't
0: think I could actually
2: really do that, and then now I've done it, and I'm like, wow, that's <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> what uh with the i mean not the flattest course either on the weekend too, mm. mate so to get around in you know sub 80 minutes obviously a massive pb like you've got a i believe you've got another half coming up in moosa that's a pretty flat course
2: yeah um i think that's flat like it's nothing like the the half that we just did so yeah i'm pretty keen to see how that one goes and hopefully don't bash my legs up going over any hills this time so yeah now it'd be
1: very interesting to see how you're going i was probably not quite expecting as big of a pb because that would be phenomenal <laughs> but um, if because we were going to drop yeah. into the low 60s but um i think you know it's, it's a really good confidence builder, that one so that you know you can with a half and particularly with the mileage that you've been doing that you can really use this one and absorb it so that you know in a month's time when you when you go to noosa that you know, who knows, mate? There might be another minute or two still in the legs there, maybe oh,
2: more. You know, fingers crossed. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, um, with the race, mate, what shoes did you go around
2: in? Oh, I ended up putting the Alpha Flies on, actually.
0: Oh, oh nice. Zachary <laughs> would be stoked with that. I'm very happy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Great have
1: you, shoe. <laughs> have you done many runs in those prior to the race, or was that sort of like the first time you'd put them on? Um,
2: I did a, a park run in them. Um, and probably a couple of training sessions, and then I was online looking for vapor flies, alpha flies, the <laughs> night before, and Chester's like, just, just pick one. We <laughs> <So,
1: laughs>
2: <laughs> just picked one in the end.
1: How, like, coming from that trail background, how have you found the move into like going from a trail shoe into a performance shoe on the road?
2: Oh, totally different. Um, on on the. I guess in the trail running scene, you, you get to used to feeling everything. Um, you've got to get a lot of feedback from the trial to work out your terrain and um where to put your next step. But on the road, when you when you put a super shoe on, there's just rebound coming straight up through all your muscles. And I when I, I remember when I first put them on and the, the next day, like all my joints were so stiff. And I was like, what's happened? And I did a bit of research and I found out because of the reaction from the shoe, they they put a bit of load on your joints. So I sort of eased into them a little bit better and yeah, I'm used to them now. But yeah, there was a big difference.
1: Oh yeah, and loving the experience, mate.
0: Yeah, oh, I love it. Yeah, I really love it. Can't get yeah. enough of it actually. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you got, a, you got a lot of race. It's a great community up in, in Queensland and um, yeah, a lot of races. And obviously you got a great training setting. Mate, um, I did notice on your Instagram and your Strava, you're often running with your partner. Yes, yeah. who <laughs> I understand is very highly credentialed runner herself. In fact, looks like she took out the Queensland State Half champs over the weekend. Mate, have some, uh, yeah, like I said, you have some pretty epic running adventures together, but um, as you do a bit of running to get, uh, together, like you managed to train together, but you're also juggling like family and work life. How do you guys make it all work? um we just
2: we just do to be honest um <laughs> i don't know we've never really looked at it like and we we sort of just make it work like i understand that you know jess is a phenomenal runner so we've got to make sure that um she's always just done what she's done to be honest and <laughs> gets out there and logs a lot of miles and you know kicks ass basically yeah. <laughs> um
0: being in the same race would have been cool as well
2: Oh, so cool. Yeah, when we got to pass each other and stuff. And when she finished, I overheard the event organisers saying, oh, there's a Queensland State champ. And she didn't even really know. And they came up to her with the medal. And, <laughs> and she's like, what? Oh, wow!" <laughs> yeah, it was a cool surprise. That so. no, was Great really day. good. Yeah, Cracking day. Oh, it was an unreal day. Yeah, it was good to see her come away with that too because she put so much into her
0: training. So, yeah. Well, yeah. well that's the thing. You're seeing it. Day in, day out, how much training goes in and, and the sacrifices. And, yeah, that's um, to see to see someone achieve that, to achieve a personal best and a goal, um, yeah, it's, it's huge.
2: Yeah, definitely. No, I'm, not, I'm, just, I'm just going to try and keep up with her, to be honest.
1: <laughs> <laughs> with, um, I suppose you've got Noosa coming up, mate. Do you try and sort of organise your races to coincide with Jess and her schedule or how do, how do you work that?
2: Yeah, we sure do. So Jess is training for the, the noosa full marathon. Yeah. Um, and I'll do the half. And then when we get to the Gold Coast, I'll do the Gold Coast full and she'll do the half. <laughs> nice. so, the way we get to support each other in each race. And um, for example, like last year she did the GC50. Um, but and I opted out so I could be on course to hand her
0: nutrition and stuff like that. And yeah,
2: she she won that one as well. So
0: what's more stressful, racing or being on the drinks, get really stressed
2: with the drinks to make sure everything's right. Yeah, but if you get it wrong, I'll get it's really a lot stressed. of pressure. It is. There's so much pressure. <laughs> yeah, it's stressful.
1: No, there is, mate. If you drop a gel or drop a drink or, um, or bugger <laughs> up, you're not going to hear the end of it.
2: So no, never. Yeah. Like, <laughs> if you want to out for your race, you can blame you, your water person.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hey, with these races coming up for you, mate, have you got any goals set in place at the moment for, you know, and even if they're not sort of locked in stone yet, there's sort of things that you're working towards in your training now, for what you'd like to achieve for these races coming up?
2: Yeah, I I do, Chris. Um, For Noosa, I'd like to see if I could dip under 117. Um, I feel confident that I could based off um, last weekend's race because Noosa's quite flat, but... um, and if I can do that, hopefully get really close to 240 or um, I'd love to get under 240 for Gold Coast, but who knows? <laughs> yeah,
1: it's, <laughs> a, it's, a, it's a strange beast, the marathon. You never really can take... Um, It's just funny, like, you obviously can run quick over five, ten and a half, and they can give you an idea for what you can run in a marathon, but um, there's still so much that goes into the day where, you know, for it to actually... For it to actually happen. Um, but yeah, yeah. it be very exciting to see how you go. Once um Gold Coast's out of the way, obviously there'll be a little bit of a recovery period after that. But do you reckon you'll stay on the roads or you go and yeah, sort of have a dabble back on the trails or,
2: or ultras for the for back end of the year, or what's coming up after that? Um, Matt's probably gonna kill me for saying this, but i <laughs> <laughs> I did mention to him there was a couple of road 100k races I wouldn't mind having a look at oh. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> that's after Gold Coast and um, <laughs> definitely Gold Coast 50 GC 50 at the end of the year and, and take some uh, just do some you know, jogging around and enjoy a break for a bit and then <laughs> who knows next year
1: yeah given your your background in ultra marathons do you look at the like does the distance of the marathon still like a road marathon intimidate you at all or it's more i've been there i've done that i've just got to be smart with my pacing and nutrition and i'll be
2: okay it just it's so different a marathon because every second you're so exposed and if you drop off a couple of seconds your aerobic system's working so hard but on a trail if if you get hungry like 80 kilometers in or something you can just walk up a hill and eat some food you know funny, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with the marathon it's like it's just there in your face all the time yeah you got to be so conscious of everything i've learned and, um yeah it's just, there's so much to learn about a marathon and it's it's hard like it's just
1: <laughs> oh i'll so say they both sound hard i think if yeah. i got 80k into an ultra marathon i'd walk up that hill and dial <laughs> and, Yeah <laughs> someone <laughs> to come and get me but um yeah and you, you're right though there's when you're there's a difference between participating in a marathon and racing a marathon and you know when you when you do race a marathon you you know you, particularly that the second half of it, or even that last 10 or 12k that um it can very quickly go from everything's fine to um a, a flaming storm of just yeah. awfulness <laughs> so um yeah, I mean, it's yeah, and you really do have to try and respect it so much. But, um, you know, given the experience that you've got through those ultra marathons and that, you know, even like just things like your nutrition and, and things mm. that you've experienced yeah. there, they they just they're so valuable. So, mm. no, I think, you know, given the form that you're in, mate, you can stay injury free for the what's where are we? Is it 11 weeks to Gold Coast?
2: I think it's 10, 10, 10? yeah, 10, 10 weeks,
1: I'd, yeah. I should know that there's probably an email that's come out this week that says <laughs> that, but, um, yeah. but yeah, no, look, 10 weeks, and um, yeah, who knows? Another maybe. Would, do you reckon your Maddie will give you another trip to Park Run between now and Gold Coast as well?
2: I think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um,
0: he, he did mention it, so
2: he I said he'd like it. to see me tick off a, a bit more with um, time, and
0: hopefully I will. so yeah, I wouldn't be surprised in a um off a ma- in a marathon life he throws in that 5k and you run a you run a fast one because yeah, often you are off that strength, you know. And I know Maddie's Maddie's programming, he keeps keeps you ticking over, keeps the mm. speed in the legs. So um yeah, there's probably um probably a park run PB um coming up in the next 10 weeks. That'll be awesome. I'll look forward to that one. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, um, thanks for jumping on. Like I said, you're you're a busy man, and um, yeah, we're definitely going to be following the journey. And I guess um, for the listeners, what's the best place to get you on? I know you you you're always posting some pretty cool stuff on Instagram. Do You want to give us the handle and even your Strava? Is that the best spot to follow you along?
2: Um, yeah, it's on Strava. It's just one of my Jake Townsend on Strava. Yeah, that's and on. I think on Instagram, I'm just Jake underscore eighty one um which has got basically running and if you want to be
0: bored i guess and scroll it's all there. yeah uh, we'll be following along mate we'll check in and uh i reckon we'll, we'll get you back on um after after goldie and, and do a bit of a recap i reckon that our listeners will will love that well
2: that'd be awesome no thanks very much for having me zach and chris um yeah it's a big honor to to be on this podcast and especially chatting with someone like you guys so Oh, thanks very much. Appreciate it a lot.
0: Thanks, Jake. Appreciate thanks, mate. it, mate. And uh, we'll, we'll, see, we'll catch up in real life in, uh, on the Gold Coast. Yeah, definitely. No, I look forward to that one. Be- this week on the Better With Running podcast, we're lucky enough to have joined us, James Constantine. Many of you may recognize James' voice from some great calling at some of the Sydney track meets via the live streams. James wears a number of hats. But his full-time gig is the marketing communicate marketing communications and strategy of Athletics New South Wales and run New South Wales. He's got a busy week ahead, James, and uh, he's got a big event going down in uh, Sydney over the with a 10K road race. And uh, he's jumping on today to preview the event. Welcome to the show, James.
3: Thanks hey, so I'm Zaka, great to be here.
0: Yeah, it is. Um, it's an exciting week, but I've been, I've been watching on the socials, the, uh, the build up and the momentum building for this race. And there's some, some, some big headline acts in there. Do you want to um, touch on some of the contenders for this weekend's race?
3: Yeah, absolutely. I might um, kick off with the the women. So um, Lisa Waitman's good enough to to join us. I think it's the first Sydney 10 she's doing and um, she doesn't really need much of an introduction. Four-time Olympian, one of the best marathons of all time. I think she's top five um, alongside Jess and I think Eloise got by a couple of seconds in Japan a few weeks mm-hmm. ago, but um, she's one of the of all time um, so we're, we're very lucky to have lisa and she's really really excited and i think she's um pretty fit i think she's looking for something um around about 32 flat if not below which would be very exciting if we can get the lace into the 31s um with her is going to be leanne Pompioni. she came second last year in 32 mid and uh she's going very good um uh des who's a coach in, in canberra um has said that she's in very good form so she i'm i'm Expecting is going to be up with uh, Leanne. Um, and I guess um, in terms of New South Wales circles, Ainsley Van Grand, who basically won everything there was to win in terms of the New South Wales domestic circuit, um, she won the 3K, the 5K, the 10K state champs um, on the track. She is yeah she basically hasn't lost so it's going to be really cool to see those three um Emily Ryan from Canberra has gone really nicely um a couple of the national three and five K champs um top tens of both of them uh she'll be not too far away as well so that's sort of the, the women's field um and then the men is it's it's very interesting so unfortunately um Oh, and sorry, just with the women. So unfortunately Jess Stenson won't be joining us. Um she's just concentrating on the marathon prep with Adam Duda, um, and it'll lead up to, to com games and, and world champs. Um and then another sort of non-star for the men is gonna be Jared Clifford. Um unfortunately Jared um didn't pull up too well after the run the 10, I think, and he's just struggling a little bit with his with his health. So unfortunately, um Jared let me know last night, but um obviously with I think he's very keen to come up to, to New South Wales shortly, but That sort of leaves a super open field for the men. Um, The big New South Wales hope is defending champion Kieran Tall from Run Crew. Um, Kieran ran the uh, course record last year, 28.55, Um, so some pretty serious pace last year. I think he's going to be looking to go around about that time again, but there's a host of interstaters. Um, Archie Reed, young Archie from Victoria, um, coached by Brady Trollfall, of course, Uh, he i'm really looking forward to seeing him in person um, because i think i've I've, he's done a couple of national championships but he's so young he's got so much talent um really one to watch for alongside nathan stote from victoria as well who's just 22. so some really really nice talent coming through in victoria and we're we're very lucky to have them up here on display at sydney 10. um liam bowden and kieran perkins from queensland are also going to be running uh, both 29 mid guys um, and we've also got Jacob Cox from South Australia coming uh, with one of his run uh, runners, one teammates um, Luke Mitchell. So uh, Riley, uh, sorry, uh, Jacob has gone 29.40 odd, I think, recently. So I was just looking at the start list. There's about 15 guys who have broken 30 at some point in their career, uh, which is quite phenomenal in terms of the depth. It, it, it's uh, yeah, it's it's pretty cool. So there you go. Women's and that's men's awesome,
0: preview. Mate. Yeah, that's a real state versus state battle there in the men's. Um, yeah, and and some exciting youngsters coming through. And I guess this is a good platform for them to to mark their, you know, make their mark on the stage of, of road racing. And I think um, it's it's really cool. You guys have got the opportunity to, to yeah, to showcase them. And, and on the women's side, yeah, that's going to be exciting to see. What What's the actual race record for the females, I think?
3: Yeah, so so we um we we made a couple of adjustments to the course last year. So essentially, we're trying to take out as well. There's no hairpins now. They're sort of just sweeping turns, um, okay. and we did that on purpose because we wanted to get the times down as much as we possibly could. So the course records are both set last year. Uh, Lauren Reed ran thirty-two twenty-three, and Kieran ran twenty-eight fifty-five.
0: Cool. So we could see. Could see a couple of them under threat. Well, yeah, the women's one potentially, and uh, you never know with some of those youngsters, they might um, they might come out firing, especially with an open field like that. You know, like you said, 15 sub, sub, uh, sorry, 15 athletes with sub 30 PBs. It's um, yeah, that's exciting to to see how that, that all unfolds. And uh, I think, yeah, sorry, mate, go for it.
3: Oh, sorry. I was just going to say, like you were saying, Zach, uh, um, I guess with the, the young guns, like, you know, th- this is probably getting towards one of the deeper 10 Ks um, mm-hmm. alongside sort of Lawney 10, maybe Sydney Harbour 10 as well, but it's sort of getting up there and I think there's a lot of bragging rights, particularly for those young ones coming through to uh, to take this one out.
0: Definitely. Yeah. And your, your likes of the run crew and um, you know, there'll be a bit of uh bit of banter amongst all the different group groups that will be lining up, no doubt, which is, uh, which is always exciting, but it's um, it is open to everyone. And you've got the, a big, big, a uh, lot of recreational runners that want to, uh, that are obviously tying the line and they can still get on board and, and enter this race. Um, what, what's the, what sort of entries are you looking at at the moment? And can you tell us a bit more about the course?
3: Yeah, absolutely. So uh, we're, we're looking to get somewhere towards 2000, uh, which is what we've got in the last couple of years. So it's, it's really grown, um, I guess, the in, in depth in both sides of the field. Um, it's always been fairly strong, because it is the New South Wales 10k Road Championship. So there's a state title and a bit of their money um, on the line for the elites. But I think it, it, we, we've tried to really promote the inclusiveness and welcoming nature of it, it really is um, a race for everyone. And Last year, we introduced the, the waves concept. So basically, we've got five waves, um, A to E, uh, which are all graded based on time. So very much like you'd have, um, say, a track race with, you know, if you're running 25 minutes for 5K, you might be in the first race all the way up until sort of the 14-minute guys and the 15-minute the girls and the championship races. That's basically what we're trying to achieve um, on the roads now as well. So that worked really well last year. We've maintained that sort of structure, uh, which allows, you know, for wavy, um, it's six minute k runners um, and, and a little bit slower uh, they will have their own race basically um, and so on d is 50 to 60 minutes um, c is 45 to 50 minutes and so on so there, there really is a race for everyone and i think it's really important that um, you know you don't have kieran tall um, you know smashing past you at 250 k's or whatever it is um, that you actually get to enjoy your experience just as much um, as everyone else is this part of a
0: series um, up as part of Run New South Wales? Is that, is that am I right? Um, Sydney 10 and there's yeah, other events?
3: Yeah, that's right. So I guess we've got um, a series called The Big Three. So Sydney 10 is the first of the three events. The Sydney Half, uh, which is a half marathon, again, at Sydney Olympic Park. Um, that's a couple of weeks before the Blackmoors Senior Ring Festival. It sort of sits between See the Surf and, and Blackmoors. Um, that's kind of where we strategically put it as best we can to make sure that um, if people, you know, sort of prepping for for a marathon that want to have a hit out um, before Blackmoors, that they can come and, and do a sort of a f- fast flat half here. And then the last one uh, is in mid-October, the, the Fernley 15. So that's um, in Newcastle at Lake Macquarie. That's sort a bit slightly more destination event, I guess for the Sydney siders, but um, it's a beautiful A to B course. It runs along a, an old train line um, and there's still, you can still see the train tracks and the, oh, wow. the, the, the train stops. Um, so yeah there's a bit of, sort of um history behind the event but it's a really nice sort of locally driven event by uh the um the newcastle runs the newcastle flyers two of the most sort of more dominant mm-hmm. newcastle running outfits up there um and the, it, the local community really gets behind that it. it's got a very different feel um very community you know people aren't, aren't really care about who wins the race it's more just getting mm-hmm. out and, and supporting the newcastle running scene
0: now there are a couple of some great events there that some of our listeners could um could set their set their calendars to, mate. Um and there's a few, I, I saw a release on socials of the finishers medal for this, the Sydney 10. It looks pretty, pretty cool, mate. Um
3: tell the story about behind that one. Yeah, um, they're not cheap. <laughs> <China>. <laughs> My China's light uh, has, well, maybe because there's not, may, it hasn't been me physical rain medals over the last couple of years. Yeah. The prices have gone up a little bit, <laughs> um, but it's worth it. They, they're pretty cool. Um, I'm just about to head out onto the track, and we actually literally just got them delivered this morning, the actual physical medals. So um, I'll, I'll take a video so everyone can get excited yeah. and get around it. But, um, yeah, it's good. And I think finishers' medals, at, you know, we, we don't want to make events materialistic um but at the same time we understand that people they want to have memories of it and and so often it's either the finishers medal or the finish or or the um the the racing bib or or a combination of both as well as um photos so we've got the the finishers medals we've got free photos uh this year for for everyone to download and um and yeah prequel race bibs as well so yeah lots of good excuses to to come along
0: yeah, absolutely. And uh, after so many years, of so many virtual events and things like that, it's just great that all, that all these events are back and, back and going in the flesh. Mate, just want to change gears and talk about the state of athletics because you're obviously right across things and you're a big fan of the sport. Uh, I know you really love – you would have loved seeing some of the results coming over the weekend. In Japan, we had um, yeah, three of the ladies go around in the half marathon there with Sinead Diver running 68 high, Louise, Nat Rule debuting Andy Buchanan in um, Hamburg around 212, Ed Goddard around 60. Like there's just, you know, there's we go on for a long time about these results, but there must be, must be exciting as a fan. And and what are you, what are you sort of putting it down to? as like this explosion or I guess this depth in distance running.
3: Yeah. I, it's an interesting one. I think it's a combination of factors. Um, I think good coaches and really good training programs are, are a, Big plus, and I think there's um, there's a really nice culture now between coach and athlete, um, and basically giving the opportunities to go overseas and race. So I think Andy and Ed are two really nice contrasts, actually. So Andy's I think sort of in his mid-thirties, Ed's I think in his mid-twenties. You know, not quite at polar um, (laughs) you know polar ends of their career, but like you know both succeeding um, really nicely. Like uh, I think Ed ran two thirteen. Um, the other day as well andy debuts in 212 mm. uh, it, it's just and and both have really good coaches uh, both have really good networks around them and i think they're doing just really well and and, and basically running happy i think mm. is is a really big really big um point i think as well like you know what what you're doing what the inside running podcast guys are doing basically putting a light on distance running and. It might not be the most successful marathon period we've had, like Deeks and Moners, but I can safely say that the amount of attention that, you know, distance running in particular is getting, is um, certainly unrivalled in the time that I've been around, which is about seven or eight years. I'd say the last, you know, two three years has just been phenomenal. Um, the 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 content is there for you to consume. And I don't think it was there five ten years ago. So um, I think the the fan base. Around running um, is is certainly improving, and you know when you've got more people following a sport in Australia, it usually will lead to more people being good at that sport and therefore succeeding in that sport. So I think you know we're we're sort of starting to get that right.
0: Yeah, I think you have hit the the nail on the head there, mate. And you just. Yeah, this advent of um, digital media, new media is just shining a light on these um, these storylines and personalities. And like Ed Goddard, he's, he's a bit of a rock star um, the way he gets about. And um, I think it's good because I think previously, yeah, we were just, we were getting the Runners World magazine. No disrespect to Runners World, but that's all we were consuming as runners. So um, we're now seeing... Uh, athletes and stories through completely, you know, different mediums and um, being able to follow it. And you can, you can actually follow athletes. You know, on Strava, you can follow their training. You can follow their race results. You can live stream. You can, you can see and and like then you get get to an event, physical event, and get to see them in real life. And it's um yeah, it's, as a fan of the sport, it's even better. So. Um, yeah, and, and you guys in, in New South Wales and, and the state bodies there are they are sort of taking the baton and running with it. Like, you know, we're starting to see a really good promotion of the sport, I think. And um hats off to you guys. And um, yeah, let's let's keep the momentum going.
3: Yeah, absolutely. And and like you said, you you, you can follow them. And I think that's the the biggest mm. thing is you yeah. know, Ed, Ed Goddard just feels like he kind of feels like your mate on social media cuz he <laughs> he's he's regularly on there just doing like you know jumping in the water in London, then he's running through Bushy Park, and then he does a road race and runs 63. Like, but he's just a really likable down earth guy who you can just you can follow. Um, you know, Jack Rayner on Strava. I think everyone I know follows Jack Rayner on Strava. He was the first elite athlete that I started to follow. And I was yeah. like, oh my God, you know, I can actually see what Jack's doing every day. And I think it's that, it's that um, that connection that you have with. They, they become less elite athletes and more like you're just following somewhere who you like and know that really brings it into it like a, a fairly, um, you know, close connection rather than just sort of, you know, when you look at say, um, you know, Pat Cummins, who's playing cricket for yeah. Australia, like amazing. It's Pat, but you don't feel that connection because he's kind of a superstar. Whereas these guys, they're so sort of these homegrown heroes. And I think that mm. that's, what's really nice about our sport.
0: Yeah, so spot on. Yeah, I'm I'm guilty. I follow Jack Rayner, and I, I think if he walks a dog, he gets about a thousand kudos. Yeah. <laughs> he's just um, but he's a star and oh, there. Is well. there's, there's a lot of stars out there, and it's great to see. Um, and just um, on that, there's the the distance running New South Wales Facebook page. Um, you're you're involved on there a fair bit. Um, we've got about six thousand plus people. That you can that are that are following the page that's a that's a good way to keep up to date with some pretty with the stories and and we'll put that in the show links um you've got an involvement in that page
3: yes i run it um by myself (laughs) i thought thought you did i was (laughs) gonna i that that um a page has actually got a a different history behind it 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 started off as elite distance running new south wales um so basically it was it started off because i wanted to try and cultivate some discussion between some of our top um, men and women in New South Wales and you know stuff that ANSW could do in terms of you know like when when do they want a 5,000 can we can we add anything more to a 3k state champs Um, is the prize money enough for Sydney 10 within reason or all those sorts of questions I wanted to sort of ask them Um, but then it sort of just evolved because I thought you know why why lock it off why why not just you know sort of open up the floodgates and and you know, have another medium, I guess, for people to get a little bit of content in New South Wales. And, you know, David Tarbot, who works for us, um, he sprinkles in some really nice um, facts and articles that he writes for Athletics in New South Wales. And that, I guess, that um, article, writing component with a little bit of social media and race results that I do, it's it's sort of a nice little hybrid of athletics and running, if that makes yeah. sense. Um, and it's just seeming seems to work pretty well um i I'm, I'm not on there every day it's not part of my core job but it's just a little passion project and yeah i love it and, nah. and thanks for everyone for following along it's been fun
0: no nah, good on you mate that is um that's a huge huge achievement and, and well done for, for just continuing to keep that one that one rolling and um lastly your your own running mate you you a delta runner is that right You with the delta running is it delta project have i got that right yeah um, but-
3: the, the Delta Rain Project, yeah. yeah. So they've been around for about two or three years. Um, they've grown to about oh, probably close to 100 runners now. Oh, um, wow. So quite a few of them are, are registered with, with ANSW and will do sort of the state championship events. Um, we've got quite a few ladies actually in the elite women's field, about nice. 14 or 15. It's quite um, quite amazing that the, the ladies are really killing it at the moment mm. in the club. But um, I guess it's, it's one of those clubs and I think a lot of them have sort of again sprung up over the last three to five years is so this pseudo athletics club mm. cross with fashionable social media <laughs> running group um and it's like made to run together but want to get better at the same time um i'm sure there's countless examples of victoria as well um yeah, so. of just groups that's sprouting up and mm. and they they just do their own thing but also have the chance to race the races they want to race which is important as well
0: uh, it is it's it's great this this pie is getting bigger you know more people are getting involved with running and that's um you know what what we all want is uh, i mean the name of our about of podcast is better with running because we just think that you know life's better with running so <laughs> the more people that can can get into the sport and and get the uh get the bug um we're all for it well mate it's been great catching up and um yeah we're excited to f- follow on, uh, follow the the Sydney 10 this weekend. And obviously um, down the track, we'll, we'll catch up a, a little bit later and talk about some of the other events. And uh, yeah, obviously through the year with all the other running results, um, you're, you're definitely our go-to man for, um, for keeping us up to date.
3: Thank Thanks very much, mate. Thanks, James.
0: Yeah, Chris, so, over the weekend, we had our guest on last week, James Hansen, run to be coach and superstar, and he, we finished the interview, uh, he told us that he was running Run the Tan, big event down here in Melbourne, uh, one hot lap of the Tan, and he said he was going to have a red hot crack, and come Sunday, I opened up Strava and Instagram, it was blowing up, because um, Jimmy had actually gone and won the event. <laughs> He yeah, had, he had more than a red hot crack. He went and ran ten forty four to take out the event. That was That's must oof. have been our um must have been a, his appearance on the show that um that got him over the line. Do you think we did cheekily mention that last week that um <laughs> the, the teams
1: that run like the coaches that have joined just seem to be running really well at the moment. <laughs> but um Jimmy just um ten forty four not only. Have he joked about just being able to hang on with Stewie for a few of the photos at the front, but um, mm. mate, he was the front this year. Yeah. He uh, took home took home the dub and um, very happy with himself too. Um, <laughs> seeing
0: some of the finish line photos, yeah, and, good celebrations. Um, yeah, ten points for that. But yeah, yeah. Um, so good. I mean, after hearing last week's episode and and where he's where he's come from, and then now he's out there smashing ten forty four around the town and. And that's going to help him. Um, he talked about sort of chasing surprise money leading into maybe a tilt in Europe. So an event like that, nice little payday for him.
1: Yeah. Hopefully a, a nice novelty size check there for Jimmy <laughs> to, to go and bank. Um, nice little, nice little way to um, you know, put it what in what the it, uh,
0: check, check it into the luggage at, uh, when he gets, goes down yeah, to Tassie. Hopefully <laughs> it doesn't
1: weigh too much. I'd hate for him to get charged excess baggage on it. But yeah, um, Yeah, look, you know, he's over here for a couple of weeks um, doing a bit of training and that, so yeah, what better way to kick off the weekend and bloody awesome just hearing hearing his story last week, being able to have a chat then see him do that hopefully it's, I mean look, he's already 2022 has already been a massive year for Jimmy and hopefully that,
0: you know, this is, there's even better stuff to come on the way. Sure mate, so that was Sunday morning or midday I think by the time it was all done and dusted and then we had a bit of a breather before about 5:30 there was some group chats firing up and messages going around because the hamburg marathon was commencing and did you get a stream up because we had uh super coach Andy Buchanan lining up for hamburg we we joked on the show that he was that he was sighted in europe uh we weren't sure what he was doing then more info came to hand that he wasn't just doing a, a tour of the pubs over there he was actually racing and um yeah did you get a stream for this one mate yeah
1: i did actually um
0: so i jumped on twitter and brett
1: Lata had posted a link um so i fe- jumped in on that and it was all in german and yeah. unfortunately my german skills aren't real flash but um <laughs> fortunately another another link popped up um to the english broadcast and whilst my, my internet's not brilliant here, um, we're able to keep the stream going for, for most of the night and watch the great man, um, you know, pull pull around Hamburg and um, actually had, had on one screen Andy running and sort of being able to... you know, And the coverage was pretty good, really. We did see... It was great, Andy, yeah. Um, you know, flicking between the front pack of the men, um, the front of the ladies' pack, and also um, I, I think there was... Um, some of the leading European runners in Andy's group; hence, why the coverage um, included him. Like, it would have been nice if it was specifically for Andy. Yeah, um, but we're we're. Relatively had a German confident.
0: guy. I think why we got so well, we were so lucky is that they had uh, their German big gun, Philip. Uh, Phil Phil was going around, and he. Yeah, so the, the attention was on him to run that um, qualify. I think he wanted to break, you know, run that to eleven thirty or whatever. Mm. So, yeah, it worked out perfectly that that pack was set up for for the um, the Europeans, and Andy was able to to gate crash it. Yeah, oh, look,
1: just you know, Bendigo bats have gone worldwide now. Um, oh,
0: so much just- so much Bendigo uh, airtime, wasn't it? Global audience seeing <laughs> this uh, the bats. Andy in the in the
1: I no, will like very fresh
0: kit. Oh, I was very, very impressed. Old, yeah.
1: um, this isn't a rate your kit channel, but um, if it was, I'd be giving Andy ten because I just thought it looked very clean.
0: they um, you think they'll, um do you think they'll sell that as a you know maybe maybe as a as an I know they sell the Melbourne one. Would you, you sell a replica kind of jersey and maybe get Andy Andy Buchanan to sign a few? Well, I'd part with some of my hard earned money for um
1: for one of those. So. Yeah, it's um, yeah, yeah it's, it's it definitely put Bendigo on the map over the weekend. We're sort of one weekend there's a, a stall winning sash heading mm. down to Athletics Bendigo, and then the following weekend there's a two twelve twenty three, debut marathon. You know, um whilst I know two eleven thirty is the auto qualify for world champs. That's got to put Andy in good shape for the Commonwealth Games, doesn't it? One
0: hundred percent. I mean, it's um, he it's discretion basically for com games and his run was like to run that on debut, massive run. And yeah, he's got to put himself in the frame in terms of like other athletes, have they put anything down of late? And then for Andy to come out and do that, it just really puts himself in in the frame for, um, for selection. And I think, you know, you've got to think of, um, what this guy's, you know, how much he's put into, like in the build, the the previous races he's done. I mean, he's just kept getting better and better and you can see he kind of rises to the occasion. So put him in the green and gold, or he'll go up another gear, I reckon. Oh, and
1: that's it. I think um, Andy, you know, so going back to last year, I think it was last year, he was selected in the Australian team for the mm. half marathon championships, which unfortunately due to COVID got cancelled. So whilst he's earned a, a national singlet, he hasn't really had the chance to wear it. And you know the reason we, you um, know, people oh, you know, if he's not going to get picked in the world champs team, why is he going to go to the Commonwealth Games? Well, they're only a couple of weeks apart. Mm. So I think um, the world champs run from the 15th of July to the 24th, and then the Commonwealth Games run from the 28th of July to the 8th of August, and. Look, um, far from me to rule out any of our elite athletes, but I would think it would be pretty tough for our marathoners to do both. Yes. Um, so, and you would think given his time that, you know, he, he would be well and truly in the top. I'm not sure how many people we can take to CON Games, but if there's three that go to the world champs, um, you know, I'd like to think that there's two or three that go to CON Games. So he's got to be
0: in the top five or six for sure. Yeah. It's just got to take... Um... Some shuffling and some communication, I guess, from all the coaches as to what athletes are going to do what, because some will do the 10, some will do the marathon. And yeah, but look, you know, to run that time, he really, really stamps his authority in, on the event as a, a, as, as, as a contender. And to do that on debut, I mean, yeah, I mean, we saw we saw his lead up to Gold Coast, and then he didn't get to run Gold Coast. And you thought this guy was going to run. I thought he was going to run a blinder there, and then he had to bide his time. He missed Melbourne, and then Redemption um, come Hamburg. Oh, and that's it. I mean, you know,
1: to to see this, and Andy had a bit of an interrupted sort of december and january with a couple little sort of niggling injuries so um you know not it hasn't been a flawless prep but it's still been really good and to be able to to go sort of low 212s you know you just get really excited about the future for him because you know he's still i guess what we consider a a young man um in the running game being 30 so um you know and and you do see Particularly with our, our female marathoners, that they're just getting better and better year on year with age. You know, our, our better marathons at the moment Lisa mm-hmm. Waitman, Jess Stenson, Sinead Diver, Eloise Wellings, you know, um, they're still, still running PBs. So, you know, Andy's rolling at, at 212 at 30 years of age. Who knows, mate? Who knows? And, you know, let, let's hype him up. <laughs> 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 you know, we, we could really. Uh, go along here but you know who's to say andy's not our next sub 210 marathoner
0: well he's in great hands with uh his coach scotty westcott um you know let's 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 not forget he went to rio at 40 Mm. exactly he's got 10 years on him he can yeah break for eight years and then just start right start (laughs) firing um But yeah, he's in great hands. He looks after his body like he's, you know, he's, um, you know, Andy, he gets in the gym, he does, he ticks every box, great trainer. So yeah, you you know, he's, um, and now running that time, it opens the door to getting into, you know, into other events. You know, he now becomes a guy that's like, okay, this guy's going to try and run under 210, give him a, give him a shot at a major or, um, yeah. So there's some big, big big future in marathoning for, for Andy is, um, yeah, he starts to move into that phase, I reckon, over the next few years.
1: Yeah, that's it. Like even just to look at his his efforts over the weekend, he like went through halfway, in sort of 65-35, um, you know, and wow. not that there wasn't really much of a fade, but it was Yes, there was a positive split, but there was only, no, like, uh, it was about 66-30 thereabouts um, for that second half. So, you know, not only the I guess the wisdom that he would have got from the event, but just the confidence that comes with it too, is a pretty powerful thing. So, um, yeah, watch this space. Let's, um, yeah, you know, we're officially there? kicking off the hype train for any Australian <laughs> debut.
0: Oh yeah, we um, are in up July. Up the front when, right, driving, you're um putting the coals on the. Uh... <laughs> Mate,
1: stop stopping all stations. There's plenty of room on the bandwagon, but um, we're, we're calling it now. We're, we're making the push for Athletics Australia to come out and announce Andy um, at some point. Um, and have, you heard, up, have you heard?
0: Have you heard know, from the great
1: man? Have you got a text? Yeah, yeah, I have.
0: Um, no, you got the bat phone?
1: Yeah. No, um, on the on the night, um, I probably can't use the exact um, words that Andy put in, but he said it was. Um, Definitely the hardest thing that he's ever done um, in terms of the marathon. So, um, And, yeah, went out for a bit of a shuffle today, and um, the quads are are pretty banged up. (laughs) Um, And that was just from 20 minutes. I think Uh, he's really getting a feel for those post-marathon doms. But, um, yeah. I've
0: just just seen that run. So you did 3.9. No, just under 4K for a 4.51, so he's, yeah. he's at the mere mortals pace like me and you, Chris. So. He is. He's um,
1: <laughs> probably the hardest job he's ever done in his life. <laughs> he's feeling yeah. it. So um, he's, he's back down at our level for the moment, but I'm sure <laughs> that that won't last too long. But um I have it on good authority that the great man is going to be at Gales Park next weekend um, saying hello and, and doing the appearances. So... Yeah, good chance. Clipboard um,
0: duties or do you think you think he'll, um, he'll go around for a lap, couple of laps? Oh,
1: I reckon the temptation will be to go and roll some laps, but I reckon Scott might have pulled Andy aside and said we won't
0: be having any of that and he'll be confined to the, to the he's, clipboard. He's on a big contract there, so you would think it may be a, a clause that he has to do with a couple of laps. laps.
1: Yeah, well, maybe <laughs> he'll pick himself in Division 4. I don't know. Um, yeah yeah just um doing the thing but yeah i I know he'll definitely be there so um who knows yeah um, as you said he's very diligent um with all his one percent and his recovery so if anyone can can back up who knows maybe maybe andy can although he is still overseas at the moment so yeah he's got to get back (laughs) in the country first
0: yeah celebrating with a few steins no doubt yeah no i'm sure there would have been a a cheeky beverage or two (laughs) mate it's been a big show and next week we will be previewing our little um our little we'll, we'll have to before now yeah before uh, next week we'll have to work out this handicap system mate so we can um really go to town on each other <laughs> yeah no
1: <laughs> we will and i'm I mean, gonna i don't know maybe we put a poll up maybe we can get something yeah. on insta or just yeah. a, a post where we can get some of the listeners to maybe go and study the form line on Strava <laughs> and, and come up with some suggestions. I think yeah. we should probably open the market around, I don't know, maybe a minute 20, minute and a half.
0: Um, yeah. Well, let's well, see. Uh, Are you yeah. going to do something on Saturday? Are you going to put an indicator out? Because my
1: Yeah, it won't, be, it won't be a time trial, but um, I'll be running a three by three K um, okay. on Saturday. Oh, so, Starting out at around half marathon effort and then just gradually bringing each one in, but um, yeah, no, you'll um, I don't know, I don't know, I I I might have to nominate a figure. I reckon what I reckon I might be able to run five k. Not that that's worth the paper it's printed on, but um, yeah, I don't know. I suppose the three k effort's probably still pretty fresh, so I don't know how three k on the track (laughs) equates to a couple of laps of gels, but um, yeah, maybe.
0: Put it in the super, put it in the supercomputer and see what it spits out. I would
1: say there's some pretty handy pace calculators on Final Surge. Uh, maybe we can get. <laughs> I don't know if there's a <laughs> if Gels spark option. If there's yeah. a gel spark option, but like there's <laughs> a, like threshold and tempo and yeah. pretty much every race from 400 through to the marathon. But um, yeah. Well,
0: I'll ask Brady. He's usually across these kind of things. He yeah he loves, um, loves a good prediction. So maybe you we'll what, call it out to, to to Brady.
1: Give the listeners the option, and then we might use Brady as the final adjudicator. I <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: might have to send him some bribes between now and then, just to
0: <laughs> be generous. Nice no, one. All right, mate. Well, you um, yeah, you um, you get through the week, mate. Don't do anything silly over the weekend, and uh, we'll be back again next week to um to chat more. We will, mate. Looking forward to it. You too. Good luck
1: for the time trial on Saturday.
0: Thank you, mate. Take care.
1: Yeah.